Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 8. And it says, At that time, declares the Lord, the bones of the kings and officials of Judah, the bones of the priests and prophets, the bones of the people of Jerusalem, will be removed from their graves. They will be exposed to the sun and the moon and all the stars of the heavens, which they have loved and served, and which they have followed and consulted and worshipped. They will not be gathered up or buried, but will be like refuse lying on the ground. So this was a terrible disgrace to not be buried. And so the Lord is saying that with the destruction that's coming from the Babylonians, that the graves of these people that worshipped the sun and the moon and the stars, uh, the graves will open up and their bones will be exposed to those things which obviously could not save them. So moving on to verse 4, this uh, section is entitled Sin and Punishment. And what it does is it goes through, again, kind of what the people were doing and then the punishment that the Lord has for them. And, of course, it's leading up to the coming destruction, like we just said, with the Babylonians. So one thing I want to point out with this is actually picking up in verse 13 of this section is something that is read aloud every year in synagogues and it's read on the ninth of ab and this is on the hebrew calendar which is really um, the end of july beginning of august and what it actually does is it talks about this destruction on the day that the temple was destroyed and that's that ninth of ab and not only was the first temple destroyed on the ninth of ab which was destroyed by the Babylonians, of course, but the second temple was also destroyed on the 9th of Ab, and that one was destroyed by the Romans. That was in 70 AD. The Babylonians destroyed Solomon's temple in 586 BC. So this portion of the book of Jeremiah is read every year on the 9th of Ab to remind the people of their sin and the punishment that followed. So, like I said, it just discusses the people's sin. It says things like, From the least to the greatest, they are all greedy for gain. Prophets and priests alike all practice deceit. They say, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. It says things like, For the Lord our God has doomed us to perish and given us poison water to drink because we have sinned against him. It says, We hoped for peace, but no good has come for a time of healing, but there was only terror. The Lord says, I will send venomous snakes among you, vipers that cannot be charmed, and they will bite you. And then it says, why have they provoked me to anger with their images, with their worthless foreign idols? And then Jeremiah says, is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no healing for the wound of my people? Oh, that my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears. So Gilead is known as a place that had a lot of herbal medicines, spices, healing ointments. So is there no balm in Gilead? And of course, the balm of Gilead is the Lord. Um, And of course, here Jeremiah is also talking about his eyes being a fountain of tears. It says, I would weep day and night for the slain of my people. And like we've discussed before, he is known as the weeping prophet. So let's pick up in verse seven. It says, therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says. 
and this is in chapter 9, See, I will refine and test them, for what else can I do because of the sin of my people? Their tongue is a deadly arrow. It speaks with deceit. With his mouth, each speaks cordially to his neighbor, but in his heart, he sets a trap for him. Should I not punish them for this, declares the Lord? Should I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? So, again, like I said, this is going through the discussion of the people's sin and the destruction and the punishment that follows. And the part that is read aloud in the synagogues is chapter 8, verse 13, through chapter 9, verse 24. So let's pick up in chapter 9 and verse 12. It says, What man is wise enough to understand this? Who has been instructed by the Lord and can explain it? Why has the land been ruined? and laid waste like a desert that no one can cross. The Lord said this, It is because they have forsaken my law which I set before them. They have not obeyed me or followed my law. Instead, they have followed the stubbornness of their hearts. They have followed the Baals as their fathers taught them. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says, See, I will make this people eat bitter food and drink poisoned water. I will scatter them among nations that neither they nor their fathers have known, and I will pursue them with the sword until I have destroyed them. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Consider now, call for the wailing women to come. Send for the most skillful of them. Let them come quickly and wail over us till our eyes overflow with tears. It says the sound of wailing is heard from Zion. How ruined we are. How great is our shame. We must leave our land because our houses are in ruins. It says, Now, O women, hear the word of the Lord. Open your ears to the words of his mouth. Teach your daughters how to wail. Teach one another how to lament. So that's the amount of devastation going on, is these women that are wailing are actually doing it in such depth that they're saying to also teach your daughters how to wail because the amount of death and destruction that is going on. And it says, this is what the Lord says, the dead bodies of men will lie like refuse on open field, like grain cut behind the reaper with no one to gather them. This is what the Lord says, let not the wise man boast of his wisdom or the strong man boast of his strength or the rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast about this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for in these I delight, declares the Lord. Now, Paul summarized this scripture here from Jeremiah in the book of 1 Corinthians in chapter 1, and when he said that if you will boast, boast in the Lord. If you must boast, boast in the Lord. Don't boast about your wealth. Don't boast about your knowledge. Don't boast about your strength. But boast in the Lord. The Lord that exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. It says because that's what the Lord delights in. Then it ends by saying, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will punish all who are circumcised only in the flesh. And then he lists some of these peoples. Egypt, Judah, Edom, Ammon, Moab, all who live in the desert in distant places. For all these nations are really uncircumcised. Even the whole house of Israel is uncircumcised in heart. We had that discussion when we talked about circumcision that 
it wasn't just something that was done physically, but but it had to be a spiritual transition, a change in your heart and who you are and the decision that you made to be led by the Lord and not by your flesh, to know that everything that comes out of you is from him and through him and for him. And so it is not just a, a physical symbol that something can happen to your body, but that it is a, a change in, in your nature that you become less like you and more like him. And so, like I said, that portion of Jeremiah is read every year in synagogues all over the world to remind them of what happened on the ninth of Ab, that destruction that took place not only to the first temple, but the second temple on the same exact day, the first one in 586 BC and the second one in 70 AD. And that ends chapter nine of the book of Jeremiah. We'll pick up next time in chapter 10.